my children. This is the children of the night. Uh, uh, hello. Hi. What's up? Such beautiful music. Anyways, yes. Ah, it's good, man. Hey, what's what's kicking? Um, my son kicks me a lot. You know, he's a baby, so I guess mm-hmm. that answers that question. Wow! <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. Who's man with hair? Okay, anyways, but yes, your son <laughs> was fast as lightning. That's my part of the music. And it was a little bit frightening. But he fought with expert tire man. I love it. Let's fuck it up. That's all going in. Anyways, what What are we doing, man? Yeah, what what are we doing? So today we are going to talk about a movie you recommended me to watch. I did. And I have to say, I'm very sad I did not watch it in theaters. Because this is one Mm -hmm. of those movies that even I recommend. This is a must watch in theaters. I don't go a lot to theaters because, you know, the tickets are so expensive and the popcorn and all that. It's like... By the time you go out and actually watch the movie, you spent a lot of money. Also, obviously, you want to go eat before or after the movie. So mm. I'm I'm very cautious of what movies I declare worthy to watch. And I declare. So this, mm. this is one of those movies I highly suggest to watch. And if you had the chance to watch in theaters, you are one lucky, lucky bastard. That's me. <laughs> Which today we are going to talk about the movie Bullet Train. I don't know. Like Bullet Train, what would that would that be? That would be like a train and a yeah, bullet. Do, do, do Thomas. I gotta <laughs> see if I can uh, uh, man. Um so then we like we do is it prankster? I don't have a train. Fuck. Oh well. Anyways, we'll we'll continue onwards. Yeah. So, so let's go. Let's get into it. You, I, I remember when you watched it. You told me you can really see this movie in a D and D kind of way. Mm-hmm. Again, me again. I'm not a D and D player. So explain, explain yourself. How how exactly is this a D and D? It's not a D&D movie, but you, it could be in a way. It's kind of one of those, like, you roll horribly, but things still go your way. Like, shit mm-hmm. happens, and, like, just, but everybody's rolling natural ones left, right, and center. So just things are flying off the wall, killing people. Things have already taken an antidote. People haven't taken an antidote. People are dying. People are not dying. Um, But it's like... When you have like what you call a railroad kind of thing where like the story has to happen on tracks, um, it's hard to depart outside of the story. So um, it's interesting when uh, when it all kind of just flows together. So I don't particularly remember me saying that. However, like I could still justify it. Like it's pretty, it's pretty, it's just a solid film. I love Guy Ritchie. You know, I did other things, Baby Driver and 
Oh, what other films? Uh, nothing comes to mind except for V for Vendetta. Um, there's an, a whole bunch of other stuff. I think he even... Anyways, it, do, it don't matter none. He just just a great director. His timing and like the way the mu- music and like the, the backgrounds and everything works with the scene. It's great. It's very clever. And I it, like it. It It is very, very clever. I I did very much love the twins and the joke over there, how like they say the concept mm-hmm. the, we're saying they are twins. But at the same time, we have Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Ladybug. Like saying, like, yeah, they are not twins. Trust me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, just by their looks, you can say, yeah, they're not twins. But we do find out later, no, yes, they are twins. So it's a, it's very hilarious. You know, all the inside jokes and how, how he told this story. Cause there were times in the movie, it's like, come on, really? And then later he died, like five minutes later. It's like, Oh shit! This this makes they sense. <laughs> okay, I get yeah. it now. <laughs> it, it, it was clean. Yeah, it, it was it was completely clean. All the answers that throughout the movie that you get, you they mm-hmm. were answered over time. And I watched the movie with no subtitles, which is a not the smartest thing to do because from time to time, they do. T- talk in this movie in three different languages obviously english this movie Mm. does take place in tokyo so obviously japanese and then we have the big bad guy who is russian so obviously russian so but whenever they talk in japanese or russian it's not like you know 10 minutes or 20 minutes you know it's not like a pretty big period of time it's like yeah two three minutes here Mm. and there so yeah I did miss a few things, but by watching the movie, I could connect the dots. You like, get the okay, context. I get the context and all that. It's, it makes sense, even though I didn't. It's a very heavily strong, like, visual storyteller. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, who who was your your favorite character, or what was the best storyline for you? Hmm. Sandra Bullock and her entire like passive roles hilarious oh my god uh, really i thought it was hilarious but no uh <laughs> let's see the twins are really fun to watch they're really great dynamics um just a little weaving of like all the tales how they're all connected and you could kind of put it together just in case if you were being really vigilant i love that kind of stuff um just like with this random Mexican cartel assassin getting <laughs> murked on this on the ship. The um, yeah, I like how they like um uh, properly give you like ray like um to twist the head on your expectations because they keep raising stakes that you don't see. Like you're like, oh no, and then the thing happens. Like, wait, what? I thought they were important, and then like uh but you realize yes it was important but it wasn't important yeah uh such as the the son uh, little arc uh of the mafia dude um i like the the ending character the i forget his name the japanese actor but i really he played in the last samurai it's not ken with tom um, i think uh, his tom code Nabe. name i think his code name was the elder something like that because he <laughs> 
I don't remember his code name. Uh, I'll get in just a second, uh, just to to give proper reference because it's it's important. Like it was interesting uh, seeing Aaron Tyler Johnson. Just like I'd met him once. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, I was on. Yeah, set, the, the elder. He was in Kick Ass, but no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Tangerine. I'm talking about oh, hey, uh, hey, hey. Hiroyuki San, uh, uh, Sanada. Yeah, that is the Elder. Yeah, <laughs> but Hiroyuki is a really cool character. I really liked his flow, his feet, and his fight choreography, and like the the fact that he was looking out for his son and stuff like that. It wasn't like a huge um, cast, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people were in there. But I know. I I felt like I felt like it was a huge cast because a lot of like a lot of the actors are very known, but at the same time, it was like a low profile. Like so it wasn't as low as Brad Pitt in uh, and uh, Deadpool. Oh yeah, that that reference. I like obviously you know this, but. What they they did over here was genius. It was absolutely genius. So spoilers, gonna jump to well, you know what? Let's first give the main plot of the movie before we give the spoiler. So, do do you want to do it? Because I'm bad with giving. Sure. It. All right. Uh, Brad Pitt is a works for a, a clandestine organization that uh, tasks him to perform a task in Tokyo. We learn that his character has been on a bit of a meditative journey and letting go of his inner self workings. He find, he thinks that he's unlucky and he's tired of killing people in his line of work. So he doesn't take a gun as he gets on the, his objective, the train in the train, he finds that he has to a, take a brief, a briefcase and uh, which he does secure. But throughout his meanderings through the train, we find that, he knows people and and people know him are coming in and out of the train inexplicably and it's him dealing with the all the uh side stories a b and c all linking together to some grander illusion which leads to a crazy climax where we find out the big reveal how they're all connected as we follow plot line b which is two um brothers quote unquote uh who are escorting the son of a mafia lord back home and are trying to keep him alive and have this briefcase of money which is what brad pitt's character is going after we have side plot c there is a poison expert and she also wants the money as she was wired in to say that she was supposed to kill someone and then take the money for the job which was also the thing so we find that a lot of things are being pinned on this briefcase uh things go awry as the son of the mafia guy dies the the poison person is also trying to kill brad also also on top of all of this we have this uh, Japanese character who's the son of a certain character who is related to this mafia guy and they're seeking re revenge as they were kind of forced into this forked situation where the son of the guy has a son who was pushed off a building and will be killed if he doesn't go on to kill the certain person but he hesitates and so 
as you can see, explaining it is very difficult <laughs> and it's a very complex uh, film. And I don't want to bore you all, but all all of it climaxes into this point where it was that the uh, that all these characters are cleverly interconnected and it's the mafia's guy designed to bring them all to the train and kill them including his daughter who is also on the train spoiler that is a huge that was that is a big spoiler but yeah (laughs) big spoiler but this is the show for it so um but the funny thing is i think the even bigger thing is which is even funnier is that the uh our main character is really is there by bad luck because he was literally switching someone else out because of they couldn't take the shift. And so he just took, it just so happens that his storyline interweaved with everybody's so perfectly, even though it wasn't him. So that was really <laughs> funny. So he took the shift of with the, his coworker and he kept saying throughout the movie, Oh, fuck that guy. He fucking like, he keeps like, he fucking hates yeah, that fuck person. That guy. And it's Ryan later, Reynolds. No, it's not Ryan Reynolds, right? It's Ryan, it's Ryan it's Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. But the, the thing is, the big bad mafia guy, uh, keep, you know, he did tell us that he bought all the tickets for this train. So no one is going to be yeah. here. So Ryan Reynolds. After a certain point. Yeah, after a certain point. But Ryan Reynolds was the one who was supposed to be on the train. But then we figure out that the entire reason why the big bad mafia guy has bought all mm. the tickets and specifically that all these, you know, bad people will be on the train is to kill the guy who killed his wife, which is Ryan Reynolds, which he is not on the train. So yep. who is the real bad guy? Is it the big mafia guy or is this Ryan Reynolds? Because honestly, everything that happened in this movie is because he killed the mafia's guy's wife. Fucking Ryan Reynolds, man. Yeah. Well, at the, sa- at, at the same time, it's everyone's fault because the reason she was on a, in the car crash was because his son was in jail. So honestly, it's his son's fault <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds. And <laughs> it's amazing how you think this movie is going in a certain direction and multiple times you're like, what? No, this is happening. No, that is happening. And you are just along for the ride, for the train, bullet train ride. It's, it's great. It, it, it's amazing. And the comedy over here is on Things point. literally go off the rails. It, yeah, it, it does go off the rail. The pun um, jokes just... jokes and Channing Tatum like what the fuck (laughs) that was a really funny cameo so is this the sex stuff (laughs) I don't know if you saw the movie this is the end or I think that's the name of the movie so were all the actors um, yeah I saw it okay so we have Channing Tatum in the end of the towards the end of the movie who is like tied up like a, a leash and all that. It's like, oh yeah, yep. here's some sex stuff. Oh yes, sir. It's yep. like, so he was like another like cameo uh, quotes to that because he's like so into mm-hmm. sex stuff. So mm-hmm. that's like the little inside joke. And the thing with Ryan Reynolds is also kind of an inside joke because in Deadpool 2, you know, when we have this invisible guy who throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie we don't see, and then he dies by getting electrocuted. 
Who is it? It's Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah. So over here, it's basically the same thing. We finally see who is this bad guy who caused all of this. It's Ryan Reynolds, and we see him for a split second. So it's like yeah, there's another... a nice compare and contrast. Yeah. It, it was hilarious. I'll... It was. It's very good. Highly recommend. The visuals are stunning. The music is on point. The the storyline. It's the acting is really really key to pull off a story like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was believable, even though it was highly preposterous and things were <laughs> happening that was like, what the fuck? But it was so low-key that it was like, huh. Yeah, it, it, it was, it, it knew not to cross boundaries that would make it like, okay, this, yeah, is this believable? Like, yes, obviously some stuff of it is not believable, but it's like, you know what? But I can still roll with it. But they didn't. Well, they set up the frame of it with the bad luck kind of thing, the good luck, bad luck thing. That was very like, huh? Yeah. It it, was a very. It's like an unseen force that was a character in the movie. That was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. It it was everything over here. Like we said, was absolutely amazing. They they did their work perfectly. I I did enjoy when we first saw the movie and we see the twins. And for the first few minutes, every time we see them, it's story time. They tell us, like, here, we killed 17 people, no, 16. Or, like, here's a yeah. backstory about this big, bad mafia guy. Or here's a story about, yeah. like, like, is this your point of this movie to give us some background and stories? And it was very crucial, but it was it was funny as well. Like, mm. And also the, the fact that, like we you said earlier in the episode, that people die, then they don't die. Like, how how he played with that, like, amazing. I, I did not I, I did not expect that. The the tangerine. He he when I saw him, I was like, you look very familiar. Who are you? And it took me a while to figure out. Holy shit, that is the guy from Gigas. Mm-hmm. You look fucking amazing. You look buffed. You Dude, you should. Like... He got buffed up for. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but for Godzilla. Really? Yeah, he was one of the soldiers. That was like is one of their, his big next bigger roles after that. Mm. He uh, he played one of the soldiers in the Godzilla remake. That was pretty epic and it was good. I that he I did not recognize him. It took me it took me a while. Wow. He he did he did an amazing acting. The acting, also the little girl who constantly did, does different acting, which was amazing. Mm. And the the fact that we have this snake and venom and the powder that you know puts someone conscious, all these yeah, different all Chekhov's guns really nicely, and the water bottle itself. Yeah, <laughs> I love. So at the end of the movie, we see the water bottle again, and they give us like here's the backstory about the water bottle. Like, really, do we need the backstory about the water bottle? We see the backstory, mm-hmm. and you think like, oh my god, the guy is going to drink the water. Like, no, he's throwing it on his head. <laughs> so, if it wasn't for, uh... yeah, well, it's it's interesting again that playing on that perception of like everything need to be in the right place at the right time kind of deal. Yeah. But there's still wiggle room. It's interesting. Yeah, I w- what I noticed 
after watching the movie. Now, not all movies need a sequel. This is one of those mm. movies that it doesn't need a sequel, but there is open door for it. You know, there is potential. I think it would be diff- the thing is, when are you going to have him go on a train again? Like, no, obviously, not, not- you're like, ah. But that's kind of the p- format of the film, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's this narrow space where all things have to interact within each other, but there's greater stories outside of that. So yeah. you'd have to be very creative to, because the moment that you take it out of something that feels outside of the the parameters that the first movie set up, it's not gonna it'll it'll be like one of those sequels where it's like go straight to Walmart, you know, um, or straight to DVD, like. Uh, I don't know, tremors and stuff like that, where it's like, hey, no, it's aliens from space. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. And now he's fighting sharks. What? <laughs> no, but, but but what I mean over here, we have... To see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. But what, what I mean over here, like the potential, like we have Lemon, who is still alive. And mm-hmm. we have a ladybug, Brad Pitt, who is still alive. So... And then we have, you know, Ryan Reynolds, who is still alive, and he honestly caused all this. So mm-hmm. there is potential for a sequel, but personally, I don't think there needs to be a sequel. I'm okay. I hope for they either. Don't. I I'm okay Pull for either. Pull a train to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I know you can do like I know like in a hotel, they're all stuck in a hotel or on a plane, you know. Train, mm. That's a good format. Yeah. Yeah. Good thoughts. Well, Guy Ritchie can come up with it. Yeah, he definitely can. I don't think I've seen a lot of his movies. I will need to search his work because I very, very enjoyed this movie. It, it was highly enjoyable. Mm. Um. Okay. Assuming that it's Guy Ritchie, because I maybe it's it, no, it's because he made Man from Uncle, Sherlock Holmes, and. Snatch and Lock, Stock and Barrel, and Rock and Rolla. Those are all great films. However, let me see. I I'm, I feel like I have this wrong. Not Guy Ritchie. Um, Bullet Train. Ah, David Lynch. There we go. Sorry, my bad. I've been. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's made movies. You you've seen a bunch of them. Sorry. So he made Bullet Train. He made Deadpool Two. Uh, Deadpool Two. Atomic Blonde, Fast and Furious, the last one, I guess. John Wick, Nobody, John Wick 2, Daredevil, he, No He made Deed. Nobody? Yeah. Oh, wait, nobody? No, I'm I'm thinking about Mr. No One, Mr. Nobody, with uh, the, Jared Leto. Mm, um, John Wick 3, B for Vendetta, 300, Atomic Blonde 2. Oh, okay, uh, so yeah, I've, I've seen uh, some of his movies. The Matrix Reloaded. Oh. Dracula Untold. Uh, Dukes of Hazard from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm looking over here on a nine gag and I see a meme that someone uh, is talking about this movie. And this is how he mentions or describes this movie, uh, Bullet Train. He describes it. Mm. The film had the feel of a live action anime or manga. And someone who watches anime and reads a little manga, I definitely agree with this. It, it really felt like it. Mm. They, 
they did a really, really yeah, good job with that. I agree. I, yeah. I feel there. I mean, there's missing like uh, some certain aspects, but yeah, I would agree that the absurdity of it seems quite, uh, quite manga-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think we we got to the end of the episode. Like, there there's like stuff to talk about. I guess I don't know. What do you say? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, there are so many things one can like deconstruct in a film like this. We could talk about like this ulterior meaning, the philosophical like press of you know fate, luck, the the choices that we have. You know, we could say that is the tracks a metaphor for life and the people that are in our lives and the things that people. What is control? What is you know, power, what are like, these are all themes that are talked and touched about in the, in this, uh, in the, uh, in this movie. And if you saw uh, Rick and Morty of the, the train episode where they're on the story train. Yeah. Uh, that's also, there's a, like, you can talk about the meta of that on that, on this. So there's, there's plenty of things. It's not like it's a dry subject. It's just um, it depends on how deep you want to get. Yeah, it's it's not a dry uh, story. I know we might portray it in this episode that it's dry, but the thing is, so much is happening at the same time. It's not like only mm. one story. There's like multiple different stories happening at the same time. And yeah. it's also the little details. And for example, you know, there's a scene how the elder talks with ladybug and give us like a whole story about the meaning of you know a ladybug and that name and it is that i thought that was really beautiful i i so so did i i loved the elder whenever we saw him and he went all philosophical i really really enjoyed it also uh ladybug from time to time tried to go philosophical but he kept getting interrupted like there's a window in a wall no shit there's a door in a wall or is it a window <laughs> like he also tried to get all philosophical but he kept getting interrupted or fucking it up so yeah i i very much appreciated that they tried to be philosophical while being comedic and action all at the same time and not overlap each other mm. and they they did again he the director did an amazing job and the actors as well and I, I do. I, after this episode, after like recording this episode, I'm going to watch the this, this movie again. You know, fair enough. It's 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 amazing. It's gonna be mm. well. I hope you enjoy it, man. Like I'm gonna watch the rest of Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rings of Power. So, <sighs> well then, I do believe we got to the end of our episode for today. I am your host, hey. Joel, and as always, whenever he is available, the one and only <laughs> Moses. It's me! <laughs> Hello, every goodbye, everyone. It was nice being here. I like. Yes, we talked about the amazing movie Bullet Train that came out in the year 2022. And I'll pull the links in the bio, Hebrew podcast, Moses Radio, Instagram links. Give us five stars on uh, Spotify and 
we oh spoilers obviously and we will catch you up on the next episode on the next time with the spoiler people bye bye